Hello and welcome to the Elevated Life Podcast. This is episode two. Today I'll be giving you an introduction to chakras. I think this is going to be the first part of a two-part series. So um, I wanted to share a little bit about chakras because chakras is just like, in my mind, such a new agey word. I didn't grow up in Northern California. I grew up in upstate New York, and um, chakras just wasn't part of the regular conversation there. And since moving to California, and especially since getting more into yoga, I've heard more about chakras, and I was very resistant for a while. And then finally, in my yoga teacher training, there was a whole section on chakras. One of my two teachers was super into chakras and the way that um, they inform our life. And so that's when I started learning about chakras and it totally rubbed off on me. I'm super into chakras now. Um, I eat foods for my, the chakras that I want to strengthen. I dress for the chakras I want to strengthen. Um, I do yoga poses for the chakras that I want to strengthen. So I can't wait to share with you today about chakras so that you can learn how uh, this information can help open up your life as well. Um, before I get into it, I just want to start by saying I am buzzing right now. I just took my very first kundalini yoga class and it was amazing. Uh, I totally manifested this as well. Um, like maybe about a month ago, something came into my mind. I got this download saying, you got to try you got to check into kundalini yoga, um, find out what it's all about. So I did a little bit of research, checked out some YouTube videos, did a little bit of YouTube yoga, kundalini yoga, and that was cool. Um, and then the next thing I know, this woman who I know, who I, I actually have only met a couple of times, but we live in the same town and we have connected on Instagram and she post, made this post saying, I'm going to be starting a kundalini yoga class in your town. And, of course, it was, like, awesome. And she's like, what days of the week would work better, best for you? Here's some choices. And so I told her when would work for me. And time moved on. She made her plans. I made my plans. Here we are, Saturday morning, kundalini yoga class. It was amazing. It's a totally different kind of energy activated in my body from doing vinyasa, which is the type of, norm, of yoga that I normally do. Um, super intense. If I wasn't ready for it, it would have been very, very challenging. Um, it was very, very challenging, but I was so ready for it. I was up for the challenge. So um, I encourage you to check out Kundalini Yoga if it's something that's been calling to you. If the movement practice that's been calling to you isn't kundalini yoga, but it's something else, I encourage you to check it out. Whether it's looking for a, a class online that you can take or in a town that you're living in or maybe you're visiting a bigger town that would have more opportunities for dance or movement or yoga or whatever it is that you're into. 
I encourage you to check it out because it is just so amazing to find a new movement practice. It, um, it just like activates all these connections within the body and it's incredible. So check it out. And thank you, um, Melissa, AKA Rose Grace Botanicals on Instagram for an amazing introduction to Kundalini Yoga. I cannot wait until next Saturday. <sighs> so starting the podcast today with a quote from one of my favorite sort of modern day spiritual guides. Her name is Lala Delilah. She's on Instagram. She's got a website. And the quote is, don't rush. It takes time returning to yourself. That's Lala Delilah. Don't, uh, excuse me, Lala Delia. Don't rush. It takes time returning to yourself. So if you're someone like me and you're coming from one one space in time, part of your life where you've sort of been dedicated to one path and then all of a sudden you find yourself on a different path, have patience. Do the work. Allow things to come to you in their appropriate time. Be patient. Have endurance. Don't rush. It takes time returning to yourself. Let's begin our con our conversation about chakras. Okay, so let me just start by saying I am totally a student of the chakras. I'm a beginning student of chakras. There is so much more to learn. So what I have to share with you today is some very basics about chakras. So um, we're learning together. And I also want to say you're going to hear me talk about some issues, like ways that um, chakras can... Um, so chakras are energy centers within our body, and they sometimes overlap. So chakras are connected to different parts of the body, different organs, and sometimes they overlap. So say, for example, um, if you're having some gut issues and also, or um, like issues with internal organs, it's, it's sort of a second and third chakra space. So just an example there where like thing, it's not like black and white. It's only things only show up in certain chakras. Like they move um, they overlap. So you'll see what I mean as I get more into it. So chakras are energy centers within the body and they inform us by allowing us to draw our attention to these different areas, noticing how things are showing up in our body, like emotions or past injuries or old patterns they show up in our bodies in different places in our body and then depending on where it shows up it informs you of what work that needs to be done and then the work that needs to be done can be informed by different things that you can do to strengthen 
those areas in your body. So we'll start with the first chakra. We're going to go chakras one through seven. Those are the basic chakras that go through the core, the base of the spine all the way up to the crown of the head. I know that um, Carolyn Mace has done a lot of work on chakras. She was my teacher's teacher, and I've heard that there's like 28 or 36 chakras, and they go like way above the head, way above the crown of the head. I don't know about any of that yet. I know about one through seven, so that's what we're going to be talking about today. So the first chakra is located at the base of the spine, and this is called the sacral chakra, or excuse me, no, this is called the root chakra. The root chakra is located at the base of the spine, and the color is red. So you can envision this swirling red ball of fiery energy. The first chakra is the foundation of mental and emotional health. The sacred truth here is all is one. It's connected with returning to your family and accepting your incarnation. So where you were born, the time you were born, the family you were born into is all right. There may be and have been challenges with all of that throughout your life. And those are challenges that are, were meant for you. Challenges meant to help you reach your maximum potential, your highest self, your most elevated life. It can be a bitter pill to swallow, but accepting where you were born, the family you were born into, the time and space you were born into, all is one. You are part of the whole of life. So the organs that are affected by this first chakra, the root chakra, are the legs, the feet, the bones, the base of the spine, the immune system, the eliminatory system, <clears throat> and some issues that can come up within the first chakra are chronic lower back pain, depression, OCD, addiction, immune disorders. It can be related to physical and family safety Having life's necessities, you know, the things when you're born into that, like, your parents are supposed to take care of you and provide you with everything that you need. And then as you grow older, you can provide those things for yourself. Having all of the things that you need, food, shelter, love, family, tribe, honor, all these things are related to the first chakra. Some yoga poses that strengthen the first chakra are having active feet, making a connection from the roots to the sky, so stretching up high as you ground down through the feet, breathing, pranayama, taking deep breaths, Filling up the belly all the way down to the base of the pelvis with the breath. Doing ab work. Strengthening the core. 
doing standing poses, warriors, warrior one, warrior two, strengthening, rooting the feet down into the ground, spreading the toes, activating the feet. These are all poses that will simply strengthen your connection with the root chakra. And then adding to that is some foods that you can that you can choose to add into your diet if you want to strengthen the root chakra. And these are red foods. So strawberries, raspberries, pomegranates, beets, tomatoes, paprika, cayenne, wearing the color red will really help you connect to the earth connect to the idea of family, tribe, and by the way, these can be not just the people that you're born into, but also the people who you find. We always hear about how you create your family, you create your tribe, so same thing. If you're strengthening that, then you find the people that make you feel empowered, that make you feel supported, that... You can support them, like those people who you can just be there for and knowing that they're there for you. Let's move up to the sacral chakra. This is about three fingers below the belly button. This is the second chakra. The color is orange. So a swirling ball of orange energy. This is the center of our personal power, the center of our creativity, our sexuality, and our finances. So like knowing who you are, knowing that you have the ability to be who you want to be, this is the sacral chakra. So it's in our lower abdomen. It includes our sexual organs, our pelvis, our bladder, hips, the appendix. It deals with arthritis, chronic hip and lower back pain, sciatica, sexual potency, sexual interest, like knowing what you're interested in, being comfortable with what makes you feel good, not having shame about your sexual your sexuality the sacred truth here is to honor one another every relationship you develop helps you become more conscious so it's your center of personal power but it's also your relationship with others showing up as who you want to be we'll talk more about this in the second episode of um in the second part of the chakra episode, when we get a little bit more into archetypes and showing up as who you want to be. So the second chakra is closely related with control issues, the inability to take risks, challenges around decision-making. So when you're very strong in the chakra, Decision-making is like, boom, you're so connected to what you want and what is right for you. It's very easy to make decisions. When your second chakra is depleted and needs strengthening, decision-making can be really hard. Maybe you're going back and forth or 
you're worried about how your decision will affect other people, and you're not standing in your power. And you can do things like seated poses in yoga. Kundalini yoga would be super good for that. There's a lot of seated poses. Ab work again, bridge, being very grounded through the feet and through the upper back and the head, rooting into the mat and bridge pose, lifting the hips high. Lotus pose, hip openers, shoelace or knee pile, and forward bends really help strengthen and activate the second chakra as well as food choices like oranges, winter squash, peaches, mangoes, sweet potatoes, sunflower seeds, sesame seeds. Yum. Moving up to the third chakra, the solar plexus. This is right below the base of the ribs. And this is a huge, important chakra for self-esteem, personality, strong boundaries, having a personal code of honor, setting boundaries and maintaining them, sticking to them, telling yourself you want to do something and then actually doing it. So not even just holding boundaries with other people, but holding boundaries for yourself. This shows up in our abdomen, our upper intestines, our adrenal glands, our middle spine. It shows up as arthritis, ulcers, colon and intestine issues, eating disorders, digestive problems. The sacred truth here is honor oneself. Be mature and responsible in your relationship to yourself. If you don't have a lot of money to spend when you go out shopping, then set a limit for yourself. I will spend $20 today and actually stick to that and just see how you feel when you go out at the end of the and you come home at the end of the day and you've stuck to your goal. See how that feels as opposed to I got $20 to spend Somehow I ended up spending $40. Fuck. That's not helping me to my greater goals, whatever they may be. So third chakra issues can show up as fear or intimidation, a lack of trust, ambition, courage, that sense of being a warrior, showing up as a warrior. Great yoga poses for the third chakra are cobra on a roll when you take a, a yoga mat and you roll it up and then place it right exactly where the solar plexus is. So right below the base of the ribs and above the hip bones and just laying over that roll and doing a nice little gentle cobra pose is super detoxifying, super cleansing, feels very weird, um, but so yummy for the third chakra. Uddiyana, pranayama, big exhale, pulling the belly in and up. It's a big one that we do in yoga for cleansing and accessing the third chakra. Again, bridge pose, twists, lateral bends, and back bends. Some foods for the solar plexus, lemons, pineapple, banana, 
yellow curry, spaghetti squash, and even sunlight. Taking some time in the sunlight, feeling the warmth all around your torso. Mm, so good. <sighs> Moving up to, oh, did I mention the third chakra? The color is yellow. So wearing yellow clothes, strengthening your third chakra, strengthening your self-esteem, your healthy ego, wearing the color yellow like you are a ray of sunshine. Moving up to the fourth chakra, the heart chakra. This is the color green. The sacred truth here is love is divine power. Love is the true motivator of the mind, body, and spirit. I open my heart to fully living. The fourth chakra is the mediator between the body and the spirit. It's related to the center of the chest, the heart area, the circulatory systems, the lungs, the shoulders, the arms, the hands. Heart disease, heart attack, asthma, allergies, respiratory issues, lung and breast cancer. It's associated with love, hate, bitterness, jealousy, inability to forgive or forgiveness, compassion, hope. And trust. The heart chakra can be soothed, soothed through backbends, buzzy, bromery breath by bringing the hands to the chest, taking a big inhale, and then buzzing it out. giving your chest a little internal massage all around the heart. Chest openers are really good for soothing the heart chakra, wearing the color green, and eating green foods, leafy greens, green juices and smoothies, including fresh herbs in your meals, avocado, kiwi, spirulina, lime, Moving up to the fifth chakra, the throat chakra. This color is blue. And the sacred truth here is I surrender personal will for divine will. I follow and speak my truth. So whatever it is that's coming to you and you know, like this is true for me. That's coming from the divine. That's a download from the heavens. So being able to stand in that, being able to speak that truth. So the fifth chakra, the, the throat chakra is the throat, the thyroid, the jaw, the gums, the mouth, the teeth, the esophagus. It's related to a raspy throat, chronic sore throat, TMJ mouth ulcers, laryngitis, speech problems. This is a big one for me. I When I get um, a cold, the cold's not that bad. It's the post-nasal drip afterwards that lasts for weeks and weeks and weeks, and it makes me cough. This is totally an area for me. So when that happens, now I know that I can do all these different things to help support that and to love my throat up. 
<clears throat> so issues associated with the throat chakra ability or inability to honor intuition making good judgments addictions communication strength of will saying and doing and aligning your actions and your words and yoga poses that that um, feed the throat chakra are relaxing the neck, lion's breath, which is when you take a big inhale, and then when you exhale, you stick out your tongue and you make a big breath, and a big exhale breath. It sounds like this. feels so good and it really helps move energy especially stagnant stuck energy it moves it out of the body gets it out instantly also archer arms in yoga is really good for opening up the throat chakra and just like radiates the opening around the throat some foods that go with the throat chakra blueberries blue potatoes blackberries blue spirulina and of course wearing blue the sixth chakra, this is the third eye. The color here is indigo, so like a very dark, inky blue. I follow the path of truth and seek only the truth. It is the sacred truth here. I seek only the truth. And this affects, this comes in through our brain, our nervous system, eyes, ears, nose, pituitary gland, pineal gland. It shows up as brain tumors, strokes, blindness, deafness, learning disabilities, seizures. And I just want to say right here a little disclaimer. Having these issues that show up is not about placing blame or like if if somebody develops a brain tumor or cancer like it's not about placing blame on that person or on oneself if it is yourself um it's about recognizing that there's some energy there that's stagnant there's a there's space to to allow more love and freshness and new energy to flow through. So rather than getting down on these things that show up for all of us, whether you're someone who can write a whole book about chakras or you're just hearing the word chakra for the first time today, these things show up in all of us. So accepting that, loving that, honoring that, and using the tool of understanding about the chakras to maybe help you improve your life. Like maybe you really can work through um, some things that can be changed, like a raspy throat in, in the throat chakra. Like you can do step, you can do things to work on that. And also part of it is just time and part of it is healing. Like, um, deafness and blindness you can't necessarily just like 
start wearing a lot of indigo and all of a sudden you won't be deaf or blind anymore. But you can understand, you can send love and acceptance, and you can activate and elevate um, by wearing blue and eating blue foods um, to help create more of a balance in your life. So the third eye chakra, this is all about letting go of perfectionists perfectionism, being okay with things being ugly, sucky, messy, whatever word you like to use for things not being perfect. It's okay. It's all of us. We all have those sides. We all have those things that aren't perfect and kind of owning it because it's what's going to help other people really relate to you and see like, okay, like this person's not perfect but they're doing X, Y, and Z, and I honor them for that. Like, they're not getting stuck in their shit. They're moving through it and moving forward and honoring them. So eye exercises are really good for the third eye chakra, brain cradling, head-to-ankle pose, inversions, going upside down, even if it's just a forward fold and Letting the blood rush to your head for a few minutes, super powerful. Foods for the third eye, plums, purple kale and purple carrots, grapes, eggplant, my favorite, and blueberries. Moving up to the seventh chakra. The seventh chakra gets two colors. It's purple, violet, or white also like white light and it's at the crown of the head the sacred truth here is to live in the present moment because there is only spirit so this is when you connect with another person and you guys are just vibesing and you're just really feeling each other and it doesn't even matter what that person looks like or what their body is like what you see it's all about just connecting spirit to spirit. That is a time when your crown chakra is activated. The crown chakra is also related to the muscular and skeletal systems, the skin, the brains, nervous system, energetic disorders, chronic exhaustion, Extreme sensitivities to environmental factors. This is all related to the crown chakra. The ability to trust life. To have values or ethics. Courage. Spirituality. And devotion. This was a huge block for me for years and years and years. From growing up Catholic. I went to Catholic school like... Basically the whole time, except for a couple of years, maybe like four years, I went to public school. But other than that, it was always Catholic school. It was always church on Sunday. It was always like camp in the summertime. That was like church camp. Um, and it was never something that I was into. I was, I was never invested in it. It was always from my mom and doing it to please her. So as you can imagine, there was a huge rebellion 
against this for me from basically the time I was a mid-teenager until I was like 30, so (laughs) a long time, um, that my seventh chakra was not connected. Um, Definitely, there was a void in my life, but it took me a really long time to see that, and it took me a really long time to accept that, and now I'm obviously super into spirituality, so I'm happy that I'm happy for the things that can change. Um, Exercises, yoga exercises for the seventh chakra, breathing, meditation, inversion, sitting in stillness, being in nature. There's not really foods for the crown chakra. It's more ways of being. So maybe sitting down with a nice cup of herbal tea, being in nature, taking a bath, These are things that can pacify and soothe our crown chakra. So thank you so much for listening to the Elevated Life podcast about chakras, this introduction to chakras. I challenge you to take an action step with chakras this week. So sit somewhere quiet for about two minutes, like two to five minutes. It's not a test of how long you can sit quietly. Basically, just go somewhere that feels good, where the light is right, the temperature is good, you're comfortable, you can sit comfortably for a couple minutes and scan your body from the toes all the way up to the crown of the head. And just notice what you notice without judgment. Maybe you experience some tightness or you feel tension or there's an area that you want to bring pleasure to, getting a massage, like some, whatever you need. Just noticing it like, oh, my body could really use this. And then notice where in your body that is and see if you can place which chakra that's in. The root chakra, the sacral chakra, the solar plexus, the heart chakra, the throat chakra, the third eye chakra, or the crown chakra. And then wear some clothes during the week for that chakra. Choose some foods for that chakra during the week. Just those two little things and... Just notice, notice how it feels. Notice how you feel when you're wearing those colors. Notice how it feels to nourish your body with those healthy foods that align with what your body needs at this moment. Once again, thank you so much for joining me today. I'm Susan Carlo. This is the Elevated Life Podcast, Episode 2, Chakras. Namaste, peace and love.